Welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I'm your host, writer and comedian, Emily Winter. I hope you enjoy the show. One of the most talented people I've ever come across in my life. Wow, he's a moth storytelling champion. He created Live and Maddie. He created Side Hustle. He's an executive producer of That Girl Lele. You guys, welcome Ron Hart. Hi, hi, There's Ron. no canned applause. Wow, no. that's the most enthusiastic no. I've ever heard you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm really pumped that you also have a ghost story. Yeah, you hear me a lot because Ron is one of my many bosses. So <laughs> that's why. Your favorite, right? Uh, uh, one of my many bosses. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, so you're also from Chicago. Is that where, where I'm from? Where, is that where your ghost story happens? No, this is a Los Angeles ghost story. Oh, okay. The scariest of all ghost stories. Yeah. Tell me, <laughs> t- tell me your story. Uh, okay. So this is the early aughts. I was trying to figure out the exact year, but I, I don't know. But Mike, so Mike, I have two daughters and they were younger, um, so probably around 2010 is when this happened. Um, and so m- my wife is Jewish um, and uh, I, I am not because I don't believe in anything. But, the, you know, we have a uh, you know, Jewish house. And one thing we do is Shabbat dinners on Friday night. Uh, and typically we'll like have some people over, uh, make a nice meal. And um, so it, it's a nice thing. But like I said, I don't really believe in anything. So I, uh, it doesn't kind of have the same residence uh as, as uh, for me as it does for my wife is there anything specific that you eat at like shabbat dinners it's just whatever uh there's challah like you you have like the bread that you kind of like break ritualistically um and then there's um wine but when you have little kids it's grape juice um so um but yeah that and there's candle lighting stuff there's rituals there's a lot of rituals and blessings um i there's a, a couple of prayers that I've learned phonetically. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> I mean, same with Catholic <laughs> prayers. So Yeah, it was kind of like that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um the so the that particular day, for whatever reason, I was on Google and the doodle was for Chinese New Year, which is how we learned it was Chinese New Year. And I, I for some reason got excited. I was like, oh, this is fun. Let's let's make this the Chinese New Year shabbat because like like it means nothing to me like why not add it on and it's you know that's like either there's like the they downtown they like do dragons and the fireworks they let the the they release the lanterns into the air it's also like a big holiday um uh in that culture as google explained for like people coming together um at meals just like this so my wife was like sure um we thought about it and basically it just came down to like us taking all the fortune cookies that were in our takeout drawer from like the last six months of takeout and, and a couple of uh, packs of soy sauce. And like, we mixed those in with the Turkey meatloaf she was serving or whatever. So One that of the was most our unbelievable things I've ever heard on this pod is people <laughs> saving their fortune cookies. No, really? What's wrong with you guys? Oh, I don't, well, I think I, okay. This is maybe for ghosts that uh, podcast is important to point out. I don't think it's safe to open two fortune cookies. Like I think if you, at the end of a meal, you open a fortune cookie, that's your fortune. If you open another one, you are asking for shit to go down. Like you're basically saying, I want all the, all of the different futures. You're opening a hell mouth is what okay. I'm saying. So 
So you don't so believe we... in anything except fortune cookies. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the meal, like I said, the kids are, are are younger. And so at that age, like everybody gets all like, you know, they get all hyper from like the sh- food and the blood sugar. And then there's a crash. And as soon as the guests leave, my wife is like, I'm going to put them to bed get them settled and i'll come back and help you clean up which we both know is a lie like there's no like i she's lying directly to my face and there's nothing i can do about it because you you gotta clean up yourself yeah she's gonna parent and i'm gonna clean the kitchen and i hate it so which is all just to say i was grumpy like because i was like oh i gotta clean all these dishes okay and then i can clean the table and all the you know it's little kids It's, it's a mess so at the end of all that there are uh, like a couple extra chairs we had brought in for the guests. We keep them in the garage. It's a detached garage in the backyard. So I go through our house. I go out the back door and go down. Like There's like a set of steps onto our patio. And then there's like a long um, patio and another set of steps down to the yard and then the garage. I'm, I'm p- painting a picture with my words. Can you see it, Emily? Okay. So I'm, I'm, walk- I'm working on it. Okay. I'm walking along this long patio. Um, and I look up in the sky and there's a full moon, which makes sense. You're, I'm sure your listeners will know because it's Chinese New Year. It's a lunar new year. And so like there's this beautiful moon in the sky and I'm kind of like enjoying it. I don't know, in awe of it. And all of a sudden I just see something transverse it. Like, and it was, it was an odd shape. And I like right away, I went like supernatural. Like I thought, it was an alien ship landing, landing over like downtown LA. Mm-hmm. How big was uh, it? Like it's, it went over the whole moon. So it was like, it, it was a shadow, but you know, it, it didn't take up the whole moon, um, but it was a silhouette. And then it suddenly like went uh, uh, behind, like the power lines were behind it. And that's when I realized that it was like a lot smaller than I thought it was. And close. It was like, yeah. What's that? And it was, it was very close. Yes. I thought it was like miles away and, and like a huge like craft. And then, but then I realized it was like smaller, maybe like two or three feet. And it was like very close and also coming right towards me. It was essentially like over like our backyard. And it was at that point, like some of the lights from the other houses were hitting it. And it was like this weird color is like kind of silvery gray and like it didn't have a shape it wasn't quite a cylinder it wasn't quite a a, a, like a square like you know i thought but it so it just i was like oh my god and instantly went it's a ghost like (laughs) and it's coming towards me and i like i freaked out and because i'm like just ask you you don't believe it ghosts right at this point in your (laughs) life when you're like it's a ghost you're like i don't believe in ghosts okay but right. just to, yeah. My okay. brain went immediately to this is a ghost. And I'm like, you know, obviously like taken aback at, and I'm walking, which like, you know, w- wasn't paying attention. And I walked off the patio and kind of fell and the chairs go everywhere. And I look up and this thing is like, like basically like in my face. I, and I scream and I run into the house. And I close the door and I like close it behind me and like do that thing where like you lean against the door because I'm like, it's coming for me. Like it yeah. was coming right at me. And I kind of like get there and I, you know, I catch my breath and nothing happens. And I'm like, 
And now, and like you said, like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm like, well, like if this was Casper, the ghost would like just come through the wall. Like, what am I doing here? So, but I was like, I got to find out what's going on. And like, I was just like, you know, my wife and kids are in the other room. Like I, I'm like, I am the dad. I have to protect them. So I just kind of like reach down. And the first thing I grabbed was, <laughs> I would say plastic door of the Explorer, like wiffle ball bag. <laughs> Like that. So I was like, I go out there armed with that, like looking for it. And I like, I open the door, like expecting to see it, like right there. It's not there. I look in the sky thinking it's hovering. I don't, I don't see it. I'm like looking, I, I see the chairs. I start heading towards the chairs. And as I get to the end of the, the uh, patio again, I see it on the ground. And it's like, it, it's sort of like, I, I would say pulsating, breathing and i was like at this point like what the fuck like now i'm like this maybe this is like a chupacabra like i've been in california for a while and i admit i don't really know what chupacabras are i know they're like bad but like i didn't i don't really know what the photos look like so i'm like uh, but it's like something unearthly and i have a door of the explorer bat and i like i go like creeping up to this thing very slowly and it's still it's like breathing so i think maybe it's stunned um and i just like, by looking like, at you <laughs> <laughs> seeing me in the moonlight <laughs> taken aback <laughs> fucking fainted okay i take the door of the explorer bat and i kind of poke it and as, when i do that something rolls out of the bottom oh. and i look and it is a can of sterno what's that uh, sternos like those like those things you you see like a like a like a banquet like under the food where they like you know keep that keeps the food warm. Oh uh, yeah, light, yeah, yeah. It's like a little like tin container that like you light on fire. Basically, mm -hmm. it has like a like a solid fuel. So that fell out of it, and like as soon as I saw it, it I like recontextualized everything I'd seen, and I realized this was a lantern someone had released for shining the year because that's like part of the tradition you let these lanterns go up in the air the part they don't tell you about that tradition is that they then run out of flame and then slowly descend and just give fat asses heart attacks all over los angeles so so i realized it was just a lantern and i took that door to explore bat and beat the fucking shit out of it I'm like fucker, you fucker scared the shit out of me morning my daughters are like what happened to our bat my wife is like what? where are the chairs it was yeah a lot of confusion did so, you did you destroy the bat the bat was a little damaged i would say yeah. there were some cuts um and then that i kind of angrily tossed the lantern into the um the the garbage bin um and but i will say the takeaway for me is and you alluded to it earlier is like i realized at some reptilian level i believe in ghosts and like, and also all the things, because I thought it was, I, I thought it was a UFO. I thought it was a chupacabra. So like, I probably at some point, like if I had thought about it hard enough, it would have become Santa. Like clearly I am a believer. Um, and I think that's the big takeaway. So under evil Ron, there's ghost believing Ron somewhere. Ghost believing scaredy cat Ron. Um, I kind of always wondered what happened to those lanterns when people let them go. Like, I'm like, I was a kid who always like cried when there was fireworks because of the smoke and stuff. And I like, and <laughs> yeah. so the lanterns, yeah. So they do come back down. So I guess we should maybe, uh, maybe it, not use them so much. And it and was sort of blue. like a mylar material. Like it was, which is why it had that weird color. It was sort of like 
grayish silver or something like and clearly like built to last i'm not i'm saying that's not biodegradable that's what i'm saying it was right absolutely yeah, serious so, landfill could have so, killed a dolphin if it gone a few miles further do you think that having this experience whatever 12 years ago do you, any belief in any other ghost <laughs> like i mean since you know that deep down somewhere you believe in it like do you believe are you like ready to admit that you believe in ghosts or ufos or anything i, I am 100 percent ready to I, I i believe in ghosts yeah I, and i um oh absolutely with ufos i think i have i've i've remember as kids seeing something that made me think it was ufo so i think that's always been in my head that like and i'm sure that wasn't a ufo either but it's just like yes that is definitely something i believe in and probably at the bottom my you know the bottom line is i i want to believe like i want that to be a thing that you know is real um so that's how i walk around life but of course as you know i'm completely cynical about everything but yeah (laughs) <laughs> so you're nothing, but you want to believe in something. So that's right. an interesting combination. So what do you think happens when you die? <laughs> and I will be using this against you on Tuesday. What do I think happens to me when I die? I think yeah. I become a lantern and I float away. <laughs> Just to fall back down onto <laughs> yeah. somebody's yard? Yeah. Uh, I, well, I will say this. I'd be a fucking fantastic ghost. If that is a thing, like, oh, I will scare the shit out of some people. I will. You're alive and you scare the shit out of me, Ron. (laughs) I would, I would, that would be a fun job. I would enjoy that. You know, I think I could really be creepy in like a fun way. You know, I don't think I'd I'd have to, I don't think it would be like a Blumhouse movie kind of thing. I think it'd be more like a, you know, like a fun, maybe like a PG-13 comedy. Killer Um, Clowns from Outer Space? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> what would you do do you have any plans Pranks. i think just fucking Pranks. with people like moving stuff you know like you know uh where do i put my keys kind of thing changing the channel um definitely interrupting people in sex i think that would be a big one just waiting till like the perfect moment to like do something to scare the shit out of them so they can't finish that feels like a good one Great. <laughs> nice man nice terrible um so but for real do you think you just you just go into collective lanterns spirit lanterns uh well i wasn't really expecting it to get serious um i don't i I like to think that it's um something we can't understand so it's not really worth thinking about like (laughs) because if it was answerable um we would be able like it's it's the thing that everyone thinks about so someone would have answered it by now but I do feel like the older I get, the less I feel like there's any kind of thing past this, which makes death even more terrifying, which is great, you know, for staying up all night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope that there is more um, so that you can terrify people as they're having sex, which like, man, I don't even think Gen Z is doing it. So good luck finding some people. Right. It's just like sending like dirty texts to each other. Yeah. 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 That I think would be tough for a ghost to interfere with in some way. Like you can't, there's no. no Dude, you could do like orbs and dick pics. You could be the orbs. And you're like, what, why are these orbs? Um, (laughs) I think the scariest thing about text is that you, I didn't realize like if you save the photo, then you can see what data was taken. And you're like, I just got a dick pic from 2016. Like you haven't found any good lighting since then. Like that's already terrifying enough. But well, yeah, I think more. dicks are like anything else. They have good days and they have bad days. And if you have that, that, that one in your that repertoire, magic. you want to have that. Yeah. 
I'm not taking any headshots from 2016 and pretending that they're now. So I would appreciate if no headshots came my way that were <laughs> pretending to be now. Right. And think about how much, you know, that's six years, right? Like think how many, how many pounds that dick's put on and like yeah. maybe he's losing hair like that. That's like, yeah, you want to go with your, your young looking dick. I don't know. Well, this I've, went. I have exactly. never taken a dick. I've never once like thought, oh, I should take a picture of this. When looking, like, <laughs> that, wow. That's never but i'm like a little bit older and right. i date i i i started dating my wife like i i think we were the last couple to not meet online it was like 2001 when we met and so everyone that i know after that has has their origin story starts with we were on a dating site or something like that yeah so we didn't we didn't do that so. well there's a one heartwarming thing that came out of this which is <laughs> that ron doesn't take dick pics this is great <laughs> Ron, do you want to tell any more creepy stories or should you just plug all of your things? What things do I have? That well, girl Lele? Yeah. I, I feel like the overlap between this podcast and that girl Lele is like maybe your mom? Is that like who? <laughs> yeah, okay, my mom doesn't listen. She doesn't like this stuff. <laughs> but she will watch that girl Lele on Nickelodeon. She will. Because there's okay. an episode with my dad's name in it. She's oh, that's right. That is right um i don't know twitter uh handle that kind um, of stuff i'm at scatter on twitter that's fun that's that's easy to remember what if people want to find you for when you do your storytelling oh yeah i'm doing uh the risk it's not uh, it's not gonna we're not putting it out that soon yeah but you might do more <laughs> you'll do more in the future where can they find out you're doing risk on next tuesday they won't find out <laughs> Go to my Twitter. I do sometimes, like, if I actually know I'm going to do a, a show, I will put it on my Twitter feed because I'm that old. I still do Twitter. Yes. Well, this was fun, Ron. This Thank was fun. You, Emily. <laughs> You're trying to convince yourself. I mean, don't that, litter. That's don't litter. The, that should be the takeaway. Thanks for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. If you like this podcast, please rate and review it and recommend it to everyone you know so that we can spread the word about it. You can follow me, your host, Emily Winter, on Instagram and Twitter at EmilyMCWinter. And, of course, you can always support the podcast by buying my book. It's called One Day Smarter. It's a fun, gifty trivia book, and it helps me survive. Uh, that's it. I'm going to go. You have a great week. Okay. <laughs>